Hey, Joe. How's it going, Brian? Ah, it's been a while. It has. Um, it doesn't feel like it's been that long, but, you know, time time goes different during the summer. It really does, you know? That, are these called the dog days of summer? What does that mean? I'm not quite sure, but uh, we're, we're recording this in August now. Yeah. And to me, August is to summer what Sunday afternoon is to every weekend. <laughs> it's like, oh. There's a term. It's, it's ending. Yeah, there's a term for that. It's called the Sunday scaries. Oh, yeah. You ever heard that? I'm not, I think I may have. I'm not joking. Yeah, it's real. I think I, I came across that. I don't rem- remember it specifically, but I think I came across it one day when my Google search was, why am I depressed on Sunday afternoon? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's always good when the search engine is trying to tell you something about yourself. Like, um, maybe you should like uh, should talk to somebody about that. <laughs> Next question. Are there guns in the house? No. No, no. Okay. Well then, good. Yeah, that's well, you know, Google's always looking out for you, right? That's right. <laughs> They're always hey, looking out for you. I Googled it because I'm looking out for myself. And <laughs> by the way, I said depressed, but no, it was not clinical depression. It's just that, oh, I had a whole weekend and I didn't do what I wanted. Yeah, yeah no, I get it. Know. The vibe. It's kind of a vibe, like, oh, kind of a and it's also the sinking feeling of like, you know, working. You have to start working. You but you do you work Mondays? Yeah. No kidding. Oh yeah, I thought you like. I thought you did did not work Mondays, or I don't know. <clears throat> like there's a especially there's like a, I remember this a long time ago where I was super jealous. Like you, there's like a specific day of the week where I don't think you were working Mondays at some time, or there's a day where you're like, oh, I just don't do anything that day, and I, I take the day off. I'm like, it's like a, a normal weekday. And I was mm-hmm. I could have sworn that you're like we're doing stuff. Like, you could do stuff like that. The when um I w- when I've worked in new homes communities and had a partner. Um, you know, we're, we're never in the sales office on the same day. And so there, there'd uh, be days during the week where I wasn't at the sales office and some days are slower than others. Um, you know, um, and so there would sometimes be a day during the week where I deliberately try not to do much because, um, really in real estate, it's client-based. It's when your clients need you to do something. So in a, in a way there's kind of no calendar and, um, um, for, most of my career, it, I, I do some form of work or another on weekends. Yeah, and yeah. so you never yeah. stop working, do you? Pretty much never. You're always never. thinking about stuff, aren't you? I'm I'm writing three contracts right now. See the, see them in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, yeah, you uh, hired some sort of automated AI to write it for you. It's like, oh, Joe, <laughs> he's getting things done. But the, I was wondering, like, um, like when you're a real estate agent and you know you're just kind of working at your own pace, but like. <clears throat> funny like you like find things to like uh, occupy your mind with your like, you see like pencil sharpener kind of thing like, <laughs> zzz, like just trying to kill time there's no one talking no one to talk to um not a lot of that's i mean someday sometimes there are like i said you should be homes. following up with emails if you're doing that <laughs> yeah doing stuff like that exactly if i find myself doing that i'm like there is something productive i could be doing you know <laughs> i can check uh make sure my mls listings are updated i can yeah check my inbox make sure i've followed up with everybody you know you can uh, text me every once in a while if you want i i do sometimes you do yeah you do. yeah like that time I was in my real estate uh, license class and there was that guy that looked like Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And you were like, you're not going to believe this. This <laughs> guy who looks like Billy Joel. Billy Joel's getting a Missouri real estate license. How about that? <laughs> He's really expanding, expanding his uh, reach there. I guess so he can play concerts in vacant homes in Missouri or something. I don't know what his <laughs> angle is there. but Oh, gosh. Yeah. And it may not have been Billy Joel. I, I bet you it, I have a feeling it wasn't Billy Joel. 
But then yeah. again, you never know. Maybe they were filming some show where <laughs> it's a new NBC show, like Billy Joel does does like things that rock stars don't normally do or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's an episode that's been in the can for forever, but I see it come out this fall. It's like Billy Joel undercover, you know, <laughs> oh, I bet you like the B plot of that episode is like you asking dumb questions throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Are you that guy in classes? Like, like in high school or whatever, like they raise their hand and they ask a question like every five minutes or whatever. <laughs> it's like be that guy at like a seminar that everyone paid two thousand dollars. Well, I guess that was if it's a license renewal, it's only like a hundred bucks or something like that. But I, I can't remember what it was, but uh, yeah, it it was a rare in class uh, license renewal for me because um, I had missed a renewal deadline. Oh, uh, I know, bad. That's not good. I made good on it. I went to the class. I got it all taken care of. I like that in newsletters where they. I like the newsletters that we get from the, is it K-Rec? And they, (laughs) it's kind of mean. They send out who got their license suspended. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. It's public information. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's mean. It's like, like every time, I mean, I bet you we all read it though. Like, it's like, all right, so this is the new law passed about advertising. Oh, and it makes sure that your home buyers know, are, is it summertime ready? Check those ACs. Also, the following people got their license suspended and are revoked. Like, oh, God, this got dark. Yeah. Uh, I won't say his name, even though it's public, but there was a rather big name that got suspended. I, I know and, who you're talking about, yeah. And there was, um, you mentioned it to me, but there has been a lot of buzz about it. And um, I've heard some interesting stories. None that I can confirm uh, about why said person yeah. is suspended right now, but yeah. Remember those? Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen these, but like they have like when you when you're at a gas station, I've seen them like on the highway. They have like mug shots from across the country for that month. <laughs> Maybe they should have like license revoked magazines, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they like break down what happened. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that'd be great. Oh God, that'd be so embarrassing. I guess yeah, it's a it's a public uh, well, it's a licensed job through the state, right? So yeah. they keep track of this stuff. And you're, I think you said this a while ago on a different episode. Like, look, people trust us with their homes. Yeah. So you have to be on the up and up, you know. No. Um, in fact, Missouri was the first state. I think Kansas does it now, too. Um, I had to get fingerprinted and had my fingerprints run through the um, Missouri State Police. Um, I had to go to the KBI, the FBI yeah. for Kansas, the KBI. Mm-hmm. I was walking in there and it's like, yeah, it was so weird going into like the Kansas Bureau of Investigation because first off, it's set up kind of like a like a doctor's office meets like gas station with the glass or whatever. <laughs> So like there's a waiting room and you walk up and the person has like a big thick thing of glass and it, it's so dreary in there. It's like just a really run down old office building, but the amount of power they have yeah. like that they can wield in there. I'm like, yeah. this does not reflect the amount of power y'all have. Uh, but mm-hmm. so just kind of, and they asked me that I, I remember filling out like forms and like, <laughs> it's like you psych yourself out, like do not say anything false on these forums accidentally. Like what if I accidentally perjure myself or something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I spelled Brian with an I. Oh no. Why did I do that? Oh, yeah. Put your hands up against the wall, sir. God dang it. But, but yeah, you have to get fingerprinted and you have to, they run your background and yep. because we are going out to the public and it's regulated by, I guess the state, right? So, yeah. And therefore that means, I guess, uh, if licenses are no longer, if they get pulled or revoked for whatever reason, that's, uh, maybe the public's interest to know about that. Yeah. Well, and I, um, Kansas, their board of realtors state is very specific to real estate. Uh, the Missouri's is on like, um, it's like all the trades and careers and jobs that they license. So um, you get, 
you can see all the the state license and I, i'd love to see like some of these people like like you have to have licenses to do hair care you have to have licenses to do um pretty much like private investigations yeah you know, i mean um, gosh tree removal i'm assuming yeah i mean yeah anything that like might touch a utility yeah pretty much uh you gotta be certified and and licensed and all that and yeah. insured right like electricians i've been doing marketing for electricians and they're like yeah bonded insured or licensed and all that and like oh yeah you probably should have insurance because if you burn someone's house down that's a yeah that's a that's a bad review on you don't google. want to go out of pocket on that either no. <laughs> that's a google review that's a one star right there <laughs> yeah <laughs> real nice guy but my house burned down yeah uh he was almost done i felt bad and then the house Poof. total loss <laughs> Poof. Yeah. It's like a poof emoji, yeah. a smoke emoji or whatever. So, but yeah, the, oh, I, I was uh, back in, um, back to like the uh, kind of mugshot thing in my very small town I grew up in. They posted mugshots on the internet, on the websites mm -hmm. and the local um, news website would post them on their section of the thing. And they had the comment section open and people <laughs> would light them up in the comment section because everyone knew at least one person in the mugshots like section oh. and they would comment on their kids. They're like, that's why your kids are messed up or something. <laughs> it was so brutal. And they, they like, I remember my, uh, my mom was like, they were asking her for advertising because it's a local news mm -hmm. uh, organization and they own a retail store. And she's like, I'm not going to advertise uh, and, until you close the comment. Like, I don't know. It wasn't just mm -hmm. her, but like, I think it was a collection. Like, yeah. I can't advertise there because those comments are uh, toxic. It's bad. Mm -hmm. Like people, uh, we, we do have like presumption of innocence here and yeah. we understand that that's public. But I don't like how it's playing out with the comments and how people are going back and forth down right. there. And it was really it was a it was a big to do, but they eventually shut off the comments. I don't, I don't think it's because of her specifically, but I think it was kind of a chorus mm. of people saying like, you got to get rid of those. No, she, she has a lot of pull in, in A's. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's a, yeah, she's a, <laughs> she has a store North of I-70. And, um, so if you're ever stopping in Hayes on your way to Denver, which trust me, you are probably, if you're listening in the car in I-70 driving to the West right now, past yeah. Junction City, you're probably going to Denver. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Maybe Goodland. I don't know. You ever hear my idea about like selling, renting skis equipment in Hayes? Ah. And then like people can pick it up there at a much discount price. Take it, go skiing in the mountain. Because whenever I would leave my ski trip, the last thing I wanted to do because I was so exhausted was go return equipment. I just oh, wanted to get yeah. in the car and leave and get on the road yeah. and just leave. But you always had to like stop somewhere and go do this thing for 30 to 45 minutes. And I just hate that experience. Mm. But if you get on the road and we drive for like five hours and I'm ready to get some food and pull over mm. in Haze and, and, and do that, um, that would probably, I can see a market of people like wanting to do that mm. instead, but I don't think I'm going to do that. But if you want to start that, you go ahead. Hang on a second. I'm, I've, I've got my bingo card here for, um, young man privilege and I'm putting tired after skiing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it's it is exhausting. It's, it's a it's a high octane sport. And you hey, it is at altitude, you know. Yeah, uh, right. Yeah. I like how whenever you go skiing, like everything's more expensive, right? Like a hot dog up in Breckenridge is like $12. <laughs> and I think that's why they've developed the concept that I realized the higher up in altitude you go anywhere, the more expensive things get. Like if you're on an airplane, everything's like three times what it normally costs anywhere else. Yeah. Or if you're like a going up a mountain like everything just costs way more apparently and something about something about altitude mm -hmm. and money oh i yeah money's worth less the higher up you go it, yes yes it is true <sighs> so i want you to look into that 
I think we just did. <laughs> that's as far. I, I think, yeah, that's that counts as data. Yeah. Do I, am I an economist now? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I need to do more uh, high altitude real estate. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Why don't you get yourself into that and like buy a, a, a rental property or investment property that, that I can use in Breckenridge? Breckenridge, Vale. Yeah. Vale. Yeah. Why not? <clears throat> Aspen. Tahoe. Um, Tahoe stuff. Yeah. That's a little further west. <laughs> That's a little, yeah. It's a little quite a ways out there. Speaking of, uh, gosh, home prices. Seems like those vacation places, the home prices tend to have go one trajectory, but locally, Kansas City, things are cooled off a little bit, I think. Uh, there's a story. Let's see here. Oh, wait, wait. These cities have the fastest growing home prices in Kansas. Actually, this is exact opposite of what I just said. Mm. Top four. Get this. Kansas City, Wichita, three at Lawrence, haha, and four Topeka. But have you noticed like any, even though they're, they're growing the fastest, have you seen a cooling kind of thing in the last few weeks since you checked the MLS like every three minutes? Um, I've noticed like a leveling off. Like I think they're plateauing and um, it, I saw a chart today and um, I, um, I just looked at it. It was something a lender posted on Facebook and it showed, um, you know, when the housing crash happened in 2008, after a big run up in prices, there was a lot more inventory. Uh, we're still kind of in a low inventory situation that's keeping, um, that's, that's keeping prices stable. If we suddenly, for whatever reason, got a flood of inventory, which there, I don't know that there's any projection that shows that. Yeah, we could, we could see a price decrease, but, um, you know, 2008, 2009, that was the era we saw a lot of distressed homes enter the market and, you know, people putting their home on the market were competing with a foreclosure or a short sale. And, um, we're just not seeing that right now. And, um, Right now, the inventory is hovering, like, like I said, the Heartland MLS, which I checked today, just clicked active and nothing else, no other criteria, uh, was like hovering right around 5,000 or just below, which has brought, is higher than it's been, oh gosh, I don't, at least six months, but it's probably been closer to a year since I've seen that number on the inventory. And um, that's a good thing because the demand is still there. Um, we did have interest rates go up not too long ago, but I think we've, it, it is enough time has passed that the consumers adjusted to that. And I think some more people are going to come off the sidelines um, this fall, um, oh. even though the rates are higher and their monthly payment, you know, wasn't in that ideal, ideal sweet spot. They hoped it would be um, at least now they're not in a, necessarily in a bidding war they can drive around all afternoon look at houses and not worry that the one they just saw just got <clears throat> sold you know yeah. uh, it's crazy how human buying consumption works like that it's just it's funny like it's been at what zero or hovering around zero percent or uh, the fed at least but like three percent around the three percent territory for mortgage rates then it gets up to four and a half percent and there's always like the shock or whatever you want to call it like oh come on oh and you just wait long enough and it's like Okay, let's go buy a house now. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all relative. You know, somebody who's 25 and thinking about buying their first home has no idea. They've known nothing but low rates. Somebody like me who got their license when I was very, very young, by the way, but mm -hmm. it was, oh, it was yeah. in the early 2000s. And I remember people would be like, the 7% mortgage. Whoa. 
Oh, that's cheap. <laughs> like if rates went up to 7% today, uh, yeah, the market probably would lock up, you know, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Also, I saw, was it what was it what our interview with Trish uh, or somebody said it like, uh, or I don't know if I read it, but it was like uh, people are concerned about like what happened last time in 2008, but if, if things rise too quickly, but they're like, well, the, the market doesn't have as many adjustable rate mortgages. That's true. More, it's more like locked into the conventional or whatever, 30 year uh, fixed rate, which is what, what, what one of the, there's a lot of issues, but one of the things was like, I have a 30 year fixed rate. That means I'll pay relatively the same thing um, for the next 30 years, as long as I don't refinance or taxes get weird and go out of control. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's like a very predictable number for the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, but if you have an adjustable rate, like, yeah, whenever the interest rates go up, you can double your payment or I don't know if double is the right word, but I can make your pay go up quite a bit. It, it um, yeah, it, it can change it by a couple hundred bucks, um, which isn't nothing, um, you know, but, but still, like I said, it's relatively low. Um, you know, if you were, I think the difference now is like, if you were looking at $350,000 homes, you're probably pulling back to. 300 325,000 I see um gotta hammer them on the home when you're yeah. trying to buy it and you still may you still may um be able to do 350 you know uh, I haven't crunched the numbers and seen what you know five and a half percent versus three and three quarters percent would be but um you know over the course of a month you know it's probably the equivalent to a dinner out you know that's one way to look at it you mm -hmm. know the difference there so um you like deploy like a thing like a mold gun of some kind where you shoot mold at a house and like if the house is at three hundred twenty five thousand dollars, throw a mold at it like while you're thinking about like seeing it the next day and be like point at it and be like mold right there. You, you can do that. You can drop a baggie of meth. Um, <laughs> you can. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's that's also um, good. Uh, I mean, can you dig up like a how about you dig up like the gas line going into <laughs> it? And I don't know, just think of something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. This is kind of related, kind of not. But uh, last week, um, myself, my parents, my brothers, their wives and their kids, all 10 of us were in a Verbo uh, rental at Lake of the Ozarks. And yeah. they have the guest sign in book. And just to be like evil, I wanted to like put in there like we had such a great time spending the night in the house where the McCormick murders happen. <laughs> 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 the Lake of the Ozarks only quintuple homicide, and we stayed there. We're, we're so great, and I just want like, you know, all these other like entries are like we had a great girls' weekend, woo, and and then like you know, some weekend of like four bachelorettes opens up. There were murders here, <laughs> or uh, or like. This house was awesome. I found it on hauntedhouses.com or hauntedrentals.com. And then like you tell the people guestbook checking it, like just Google YouTube search this and they find it on YouTube on their phones. And like you should you take like a black and white like photo from like this that verbo home. And then like you make some sort of editing where like like some sort of ghost apparatus happens. Uh and then maybe they can freak out the rest of the time they're like uh hanging out of that rental place. They think it's haunted the whole time. <laughs> Or <laughs> like, um, yeah, we love staying at places where we're pretty sure we're going to get abducted by aliens. We were, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. let's go, Don. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah, Verbos are sweet. I like yeah. uh, Airbnb, but Airbnb yes. Verbo is like what 
Verbo is what, like uh, the engine, I think that works Airbnb's engine, I believe. I could be wrong on that. Are there, there's like a, some crossover there. There is some crossover. I, um, it's an interesting world um, that uh, uh, I want to do more research on because people who have invested in short-term rentals are doing pretty well right now. Yeah. Um, especially places like Lake of the Ozarks, but um, even like around Kansas city and it's like, who comes to Kansas city for the weekend and rents a house, you know, but it. Yeah. I was, uh, there are Airbnbs in Lawrence. Um, I can see myself if I am a parent and I don't want to stay at a hotel for graduation weekend. Yeah. I can see that being a thing. You know what? I think in Kansas city and certainly like if the, I wanted to come watch the chiefs play if I was yeah. traveling from out of town, maybe well, I wouldn't want to stay at a hotel. Maybe I'd want to, get a house with my friends yeah and that and that's what i'm hearing from the people who own them they're like yeah well chiefs game day yeah we charge five times more you know mm-hmm. um and it's you know like usually a group of five from someplace someplace regional like you know iowa or nebraska you know um somebody's coming in for a day and a half you know um doesn't want to drive home that night and uh yeah when the royals were doing well um but uh, uh, those were the days. <laughs> hey, we got some good rookies now. Yeah, we do. I just uh, remember watching the World Series and the night we won. We're all watching it together yeah, at your we place. We that were. was pretty awesome. Yeah. I miss those days. I do too. Gosh, the whole town was just like blue for oh, the whole fall. So cool. Yeah. That was so fun. And it was 2014 and 15. Oh, oh the, yeah. That was an awesome run there. Like yeah. between those, uh, those back-to-back years, it was just party, party, go. And then... Um, yeah. And then, uh, then, you know, and gosh, and then the Chiefs started rolling around uh, with, uh, was that about the, I don't know what Mahomes' first game was, but it was pretty close to around there. I, I think his first full season was 2018. Um, so there was a bit of a gap, which basically meant like between Labor Day and Christmas, there was nothing, you know? <laughs> no, no, the Chiefs were still good with yeah, they were Andy, good. Making... Andy Reid and Alex uh, Smith. Yeah, you know, they were good. They were winning some going to postseason looks. Yeah. That's what we're looking for. Uh, God. But anyways, yeah, I digress. I just, we say the Royals in mid, the mid 2010s. Ah, oh, that was rough. That was such a fun I, time. I know so many people with like five and six year old cats and dogs right now named Salvi. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but you know, remember, uh, we have a lot of fun too. Like we were stormed when you watch the Super Bowl whenever we won that here in yes. Lawrence with Maine and, yes. my, and, and, Paul was there and Tanya and Vladimir was there. Yes. And, um, and then we, Oh, you know, you didn't come over for a championship KU game, did you? But it was also like one thirty in the morning. So that, that one did go late. And, uh, there was something odd about the timing of it that I, I can't remember what it was, but I couldn't make it to Lawrence that night. I, I did. Watch. I also did not invite you. <laughs> that might've been the problem. I think you explicitly <laughs> said, don't come. Yeah, I was like, Joe, there's a championship basketball game coming up. Whatever you do, do not come to my house. You are not invited. <laughs> well, the funny thing is for when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, we did go down to Mass Street. That was cool. Yeah. And um, one of the local TV station cameras caught me. Um, and like 30 seconds later, my brother texts me. He's like, is this you? Are you on Mass Street? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I love when that happens. Yeah. Like you're on the news and people text you randomly. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Especially since I'm like, my brother never texts me. <laughs> it's such a funny thing, too. It's like uh, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. Let's go to Lawrence yeah. and see how they're reacting. Like, it's just about being anywhere, you know? I mean, um, that is true. I think Lawrence probably has yeah. the only Mass Street. It's like the only street really you can kind of rush. Like the college kids all yeah. rush and everyone knows to go, go meet down there. And it makes a big crowd happen. Yeah. Maybe Aggieville. I, I think people could do it in Aggieville if they wanted to, right? I mean, in, in the 
area in general, it's that and maybe power and light, you know, where everybody's outside and can like give a big collective hug to like 3000 beer soaked people at one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's always some sort of, uh, some crazy thing going on. Um, speaking of, uh, have you ever heard of this? Uh, I was talking to somebody recently and so have you ever heard of this concept maybe of like an agent who's like trying to sell, like say a commercial real estate or a house that's on a corner of a very busy corner and they don't that like they put their sign up, but they don't actually sell a property and maybe they don't sell it on purpose. Now I don't want to say the word on purpose, but they're right. not as working as hard as maybe they should. So they can keep their name up in the glass uh, and they get all that eyeballs on that traffic because I've seen some properties around town here that like, have been on the market for years mm. and I don't know. I mean, I guess that it's just the market I assume or something going on where they, they want some free real estate for their, <laughs> their signs. Um, I, I guess somebody might find that to be a tactic. I don't think it would be a very effective one. Um, you always want your sign in a visible place. Um, there has, there has been, um, a couple of times where, um, I haven't done it myself, but when I was on a team a few years ago, um, I was the buyer's agent and um, the, the client bought a house and the team leader after closing, you know, the listing agent takes their sign out. Well, we put our team sign in the yard and said sold by. Okay. And, yeah. uh, um, and then the listing agent was like, wait, can I put my sign back there and say sold by? I'm like, no. You know, oh, but uh, no, because no, uh, their listing agreement ends at closing. But I digress. But yeah, I would think more people would notice, like, hey, this agent's had this place listed for two years. Why can't he get it sold? You know, because it's more, I mean, it, that's great to have a visible listing. Um, you know, if you get a listing on a busy street or something, that, you know, you, you put your sign as close to the, you know, as, as in as easy to spot place as possible. Um, but, uh, if you're, if you're really into advertising and, um, selling yourself, you were, you would more want to say, Hey, here's my average days on market and it's not two years, you know, or mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. here's my sales volume. You, you, it, it would help your marketing more to get it sold. <clears throat> I would think, you know, I think the most underutilized way to market yourself is a fake ticker tape parade. Ah, yeah. Yeah. They have a big parade, right? And everyone's throwing ticker tape, which you don't see enough of these days. More ticker tape. No. And like you're having, like you can like go down the street and everyone could be like cheering you on and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, right. I, I've. Do you remember when we looked into this once? How how you you can apply for a parade permit in Lawrence. You can. Yeah, you just and gotta like fill out a permit, and I think yeah. it needs to get a. I don't know what happens after that, but yeah. I think the city council may have to approve it, but. um Oh, I was just saying his name. Our friend Mike Anderson. Yeah, yeah. This is the, public. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he he wouldn't care. Yeah, he tried doing the the parade thing. I wasn't that the thing. Did he ever fill out like because he said he wants a parade, he wants it now, and the reaction always was fill out the permits. Yeah, <laughs> he went to a city council meeting <laughs> with cheerleaders. Yeah, that did. were saying we want a parade, and and uh, they're like, well. <laughs> we appreciate your enthusiasm, but this isn't the venue to do it. You go get a form from. I think her name is Florence. I don't know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, okay, yeah, whatever. Just fill out the forms. Like any other thing we do here, there's and forms I, and there's application processes. And I remember I asked Mike <laughs> later, I go, so did you ever fill out that form? He's like, nah. <laughs> 
<laughs> he was so big on that, trying to get celebrities to agree to do it. Like, you don't even have a fill out the form. Why yeah. don't you fill out the permits? Yeah. When Tony Danza says yes, you better have the parade on your <laughs> on your calendar. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Mm-hmm. And then like we write like some like didn't he like quote JC Penny? But like we made up a quote or something. No, it was an actual quote. I remember um we wrote a TV pilot that we submitted somewhere. Oh yeah, that's and right. It, I remember. That. Okay, that was funny. And the main character was based on Mike and his late night show. And the first episode, the pilot was about him trying to get the TV or the uh, parade. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was funny. And before he goes into the courthouse, he talks to some kid. <laughs> He's like, has a football or something. Or- I, I don't know why I remember this so vividly because I guess because it. I don't know if this it was ever fun gets, writing. We had fun writing. It, yeah, sure. I, I'm. I, it's never going to get on the air, so it's not like I'm spoiling the ending. But yeah, he shows up at the courthouse to apply for the parade, and there's a kid sitting there, and he's like, "Oh, why so glum?" And then he quotes, "We found a literal quote from J.C. Penny because we just thought it'd be so funny for Mike." Well, kid, J.C. Penny once, said. <laughs> and then he goes, "You know what, kid? You deserve this." And he hands him a half-eaten bag of Skittles. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Oh yeah, it was like I think we're trying to recreate like that Mean Joe Green Coca Cola commercial where he tosses him a jersey. Was that who it was? And it's like it's slow motion. It's like Coca Cola all wholesome. I wanted to make make that happen with Mike throwing him a half a bag of eaten Skittles. My memory of writing that scene is we were like we were at the union and we were like all eating nachos and we were just cracking up over plates of nachos. That's oh funny. yeah, that was funny. And I don't. We really settled on J.C. Penny. Like let's let's quote J.C. Penny for some stupid, some random reason. But he had a good quote about like I don't know, striving, keep, uh, rising above, keep uh, trying or something. He yeah. had a good like keep trying that quote. But uh, <laughs> I think I think we were struggling to think. Oh, who's a funny person to quote? You know, ah, uh, hey kid. You know, it's like Vince Lombardi once. No, not Vince. Nah, hey not, kid. Not it's like. Uh, you know, um, Roger Staubach went, nah, no, not yeah. that one. No. Hey, kid, it's like J.C. Penny once said. J.C. Penny. My kid's like, I order my clothes on Amazon. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a department store in malls. Mm. Not Oak Park Mall, <laughs> but a mall. Is it an Oak Park, is it? Yes, it is. It is, oh, it is, okay. it is still there. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, that yeah. was one of those anchor stores, right? Isn't it like one of those big yeah. stores that like... You know, that the ends of malls or so in the yeah. biz, Joe, they call them anchor <clears throat> stores. I don't, anchor stores, don't yes. know if you know this or not. <clears throat> That's Dillard's is an anchor store. Dillard's is there. Macy's and Nordstrom. It'd be so cool. Spencer's Gifts was an anchor store. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be like 20,000 square feet of like DOS boots and, <laughs> and fake poop. <laughs> hey, look at all the erotic pastas they have. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of sexually themed clothing. In <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> they made anchor stores out of Spencer's Gifts. It's really, really st- hot topics on the other side of the yeah. anchor store. Move out Dillard's and put in hot topic. <laughs> yes, some guy from Dillard's is like, "We'll take the anchor store." No, we got a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> hot topic, and then like a sharper image. <laughs> I'm not going to pay eight hundred dollars for a toaster. It's not going to happen. But it's USB compatible. Wow, that is kind of cool. <laughs> and the USB, I mean, that's Bluetooth functionality, so I can listen to music while I'm toasting my stuff. <laughs> or uh, we got this hammock with a digital clock on it. Whoa. 
Actually, I I like going to Sharper Image just to think of the ridiculous ideas, and they're cool. they really are cool. I think it's fun to go in there and check them out. But then I'm like, would he ever buy this? I'm like, I don't think I would. For me, maybe it'd be a unique Christmas gift right. or something I would buy for somebody just to switch it up a little bit. But remember, Trump stole sold Trump steaks at the Sharper Image. Did you know that? I remember Trump steaks. I don't remember them being at the Sharper. He image. sold them at the Sharper Image. I remember I was. I think I was at the Sharper Image on at the. Uh, the country, uh, the, uh, the, cl- uh, the uh, plaza, plaza? Yeah. the plaza. Yeah. I was at that sharper image and this is what, whatever year, it's not late nineties, early two, whatever, early two thousands. And yeah, there's like this big video of Donald Trump going, I can't do a Trump, but it's like, you're going to love these steaks. The top 1% <laughs> screw that. I have the top 1% of the top 1% of steaks. Some people think it's the best steaks. Some people did the best top 1%. And he was like selling me on these steaks and like the, this like stack of steaks at the sharper image. And the farthest thing from my mind while I'm in there is like wanting to buy food. Yeah. I was about to say, I don't think sharper image and like, Hmm, what do they have? That's perishable here. You know? Um, well that, yeah. I mean, you go to the grocery store if you're in the mood to buy food, like yeah. that's kind of where your mindset is at. It's not like a, Sharper images felt like a like an impulse buy kind of thing. It was like, um, hey, if you're an executive who just made it, there's something for you to spend money on at the sharper image. You know, <laughs> just made it. I'm gonna take my big fat paycheck, yeah. go buy some steaks at the sharper image, yeah. and I'm gonna buy a hammock with a digital clock. <laughs> I'm gonna buy this three thousand dollar office chair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I'll show the world I've made it. It's made in Denmark, which. It's cool for some reason. I'm going to buy this Rubik's Cube that you can't actually solve. And it's made out of crystals. It just looks cool on my desk. And like, and you can spin it. And I'm going to break it when my kid plays with it. <laughs> Why can't we have a real Rubik's Cube? Because I'm a CEO. Yeah. I remember um, one time on this. I, I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to quote The Simpsons. One time on The Simpsons, he got a great job. And he's like, going down to buy something for himself and like the name of the store it's a i think it was a sports memorabilia store and it was called the spend zone <laughs> <laughs> the spend zone <laughs> that's great i bet you that was one of those ideas where the guy's like i have a great idea the spend zone i have a title now how do i work my way back from this and make something <laughs> i think he bought something ridiculous like tom landry's hat or something like that. <laughs> okay this is going my spend zone <laughs> it's great man yeah yeah I, I like the idea of like having a like a, a good idea, like a good idea for a movie, like a good title, and then work your way back from the title. Yeah. Always a good way to like make anything creative or entrepreneurial. Yeah. That's a tough word to say. So speaking of expensive, okay, you know what? We, we need to talk about your starter home experience with homes that are less than 50,000, which ironically or coincidentally could probably be sold at a sharper image. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah there, there's, there were some expensive items there, but uh, yeah. What it, well, fifty thousand dollars would be an expensive item for the price. Uh, the sharper image, uh, fifty thousand dollars is very inexpensive for a home. Well, you know what? I like the idea of yeah. starter homes out there because you know not everyone wants to have their starter home be two hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. That is true, and um, so there, it's it's tough to find something habitable in the fifty thousand dollar and under range. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well. It it is in um, what I would consider the Kansas City metro area. There were there was some stuff that was like falling in way outlying areas and stuff, but uh, it was just too far away for my buyer, you know. Um, and uh, we did end up finding something 
that um, was actually habitable. Um, but right. you know, it, it um, you know, it's one of those things where uh, a few years ago, this same buyer, uh, I think, let's see, seven or eight years ago, bought a nice, not well, not. I mean, it needed some work. It was a house in foreclosure, but she had purchased a fifty thousand dollar house once before. And there were more, way more options back then. Yeah. Still, not a ton of options, you know. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, like there, there, there was one home we went to. We walked in the front door, and there was a giant hole in the roof. Okay. Um, several of the homes didn't have front doors, or they. I guess if you consider plywood a front door <laughs> this reminds <laughs> this reminds me of that scene from the simpsons where troy mcclure is mocking marge through a bunch of different houses <laughs> and she's like he was trying to think of nicer ways to like yeah. to like talk about what, what what's going on like that house is on fire motivated seller <laughs> <laughs> that house is dilapidated uh fixer upper you know <laughs> <laughs> but yeah the, the um but there are, okay, so habitable, I mean, that's the word, right? It's like, uh, I assume, like, well, I guess not, not everything you put on the market is, uh, I guess, is the sold, sold as is territory. Um, but, but you know, I mean, you can, I mean, if you're a handy person, I guess, and yeah, find a thing. Well, here's, here's kind of the paradox is homes in that shape, um, often a lender will not loan on them. No. So you have to not. be a cash buyer. And um, the cat, a cat, you know, Somebody with fifty thousand dollars in cash generally can put a down do, payment on yeah, that thing, make a yeah. down payment and buy something nicer. So, while these homes are bought by investors, um, so it, it was rare that my buyer was an owner occupant. Just happened to be a cash buyer looking for something inexpensive. You yeah. know, um, that, is, that sounds rare. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So like, like, is that the we buy ugly houses type people who buy those kinds of houses? They they might. Um, in this case, we were buying the house. We were buying a house that was owned by an investor, and um, it it brings up some topics that uh, I know we've been going a while here, but we can touch on another time. But the uh, owner of the home had bought it um, to move some money for a ten thirty one exchange, and had to buy something, and bought it from a house wholesaler. Uh, so basically, bought it off market. And um, was basically turning around and selling it like four weeks after um, the, this said investor bought it. And so the, there was a lot I learned about. Um, I kind of know about the 1031 exchange and how that works and um, house wholesaling. I learned a lot about that during this process. Um, but the yeah, it, it was um, a strange deal. And and we, we happened upon it. Um, timing just worked <clears throat> out. Um, for that one but uh um yeah it was definitely as is um yeah, yeah. be nice to i was looking at the story right here where they have private kansas city area pools no a new app that lets you rent a pool by the hour from strangers it's like an airbnb for swimming pools kind of nice i i've heard about that i haven't read any of the articles about it yet but i assume that's yeah people with backyard pools and yeah people can just come over and use them and i'd still feel a little awkward splashing around like if especially if the homeowner is like there it's watching you, you from their yeah. living room or something yeah. <clears throat> it's kind of weird it's a pain to like leave <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh i don't i guess uh that's what we're turning into right like subscription economy 
or rent by the hour economy where they can use your stuff. Yeah. I can see that. You know, I, uh, this summer I went to the pool a lot, the city pool with my five-year-old son and we had a great time. And that's mm-hmm. a lot of, actually, I, I think he had a, a great time going there and it's cool because, you know, obviously if you had your own space and your own thing, that's, that's really, that's a, most people would prefer, I guess, that experience. But I guess when you're with him, he was, he was happy because there was a lot of other kids to play with. Yeah. He can just go up there and get, you know, it's a good place for the, you know, the locals to mingle, right. And get to sure. know each other and do yeah. stuff and at the pool hanging out. And, uh, but yeah, he had to see kids interact with each other. And, but yeah, the, uh, I can see that being valuable. Uh, just like I should just buy a pool. I think kiddie pools will qualify. <laughs> Maybe. Well, uh, yeah, if, if you undercut everybody on price, um, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, um, should try that. They'll be like, Mister Reynolds, we splashed all the water out of it. Ah, you only oh. get one refill. Yeah. Oh, there's a refill fee on that one. Yeah, it's exuberant. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for this price, we could buy our own kiddie pool. <laughs> Quiet. Should have thought about that before you signed. Before you PayPal me the money. Yeah, but try winterizing that kid. You know, <laughs> I have to live with this thing all year round. Yeah. Uh, there's a pretty much an app for everything these days. How about like an app for like renting an RV or something? I'm sure there's something for this. I'm sure be. there is. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh, actually there's a rental car company. Um, I don't know if they do RVs, but it's called Turo where people with, um, high end cars, um, uh, put them up for rent. So you fly into town, um, rent a car through Turo. It's somebody else's car, but, uh, it's a good way to spend a weekend or a week driving a Ferrari or something like that. That would be cool. Actually. I think my son likes Bugattis Mm -hmm. because he plays Roblox a lot. And I guess Mm -hmm. that's a popular car to get in the Roblox game. And that's where he just out of nowhere walks up to me and he goes, can I have a Bugatti? Like, what? No, (laughs) it's like $3 million. No. However, I can see if he's that excited about him now. I'm sure if he sticks with it and become a teenager someday, he might want to rent one for a day. If that's doable, maybe it's doable. I don't know. Uh, maybe, you know, by then they'll have been out for a while. Maybe he can pick up a cheap used one. I <laughs> like, like how Atari's work. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like, um, when, uh, my dad, uh, late teens, early twenties, um, the iconic Austin Martin DB five that James Bond drove, he's found one in a salvage yard mm, and kidding. he was like, <clears throat> He was like, oh, man, I wish I because it's like a two and a half million dollar car now, you know. Wow. And it, and it, it was in pretty rough shape. And he, he was still like, ah, I can't afford it. You know? mm. <laughs> and it's like, but, you know, this was I, I assume the late 60s. Yeah, he still talks about that, like that and all the uh, baseball cards my grandma threw away. <laughs> oh, like, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. Oh, worst. Yeah. Oh, so I like whenever my dad talks about like, um. He likes to save coins. Uh, if you go, if you ever go to my house, you'll see like these big like Tupperware things full of coins, mm-hmm. and you, you start adding them all up, and it's like probably I don't know thousands of dollars worth of coins, like just for the value of the coins. He's like, well, those things go up in value with the precious metals. But like, if you put that into an index fund, I think you'd make more money. If your goal here is to yeah. make more money, uh, and you know, obviously people like to have a hobby and everything, and it's a fun thing to maybe keep track of coins or whatever, but like. If, if the premise is because I want to make more money, like there are better ways to invest our money. <laughs> well, like real estate, real estate. Yeah. 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 Especially if you bought it in 2009 or 10 or something like that. <clears throat> well, um, I was meeting at a networking group uh, that I go to about once a week 
I don't make it very regularly, but uh, it, it's real estate investors. And, you know, with inflation as high as it is um, and home prices up as high as they are, um, it, it, it's not many people are seeing the investment value in real estate right now. It's like, oh, it's too high to get in. But if inflation goes higher, it's a hedge. I mean, it, you know, if you, if you have $100,000 sitting under your mattress, well, it's kind of losing value as, as time goes well, on. Yeah. If, yeah. It, if it whereas, just, if it just sits there, I don't yeah. Yeah. I mean, whereas if you bought a hundred thousand dollar home, which is a cheap home in 10 years, it will have kept up with the rate of inflation. So at least you've had an asset that's kept. Yeah, exactly. Rate, so. Exactly. I like talking. I like, um, whenever, um, like if I go out like in Lawrence here and there's a lot of college students, aged people like at the bars we go to here, um, and if you start talking about this kind of thing with them or talking about like home prices over the last five years yes. or anything related to that, then that's when I realized, oh, wait, there are people on this planet who do not follow these things every day. <laughs> you learn yeah. really quickly. Like, so if you're this, want someone to say like, you know, uh, they, they can talk about, yeah, home prices are, are going up, but like, yeah, you haven't checked the Zillow prices like every day for the last, since 2015, have you? Like there's people who would watch, check those every single day. They just know they've gone up. They don't know if like a hundred and four, like if I were to say like one hundred and forty two dollars a square foot for a home, like is that good? I'm like it's kind of high considering mm. what we've been in the last five years and what happened in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. With for some reason a big spike happened in terms of home values. Yeah, that's uh, so all. I always need to remind myself that not everybody looks at this stuff every single day of their life, which is probably for the best, right? It's true, but it, it um, you know speaks to a larger issue of um, how many people understand the basics of just managing their money, you know, um, too. Right. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. One of these days I'm going to buy a Breckenridge home or you're going to buy it and let me borrow it. <laughs> I'll, I'll put it on, I'll put it on Brian Verbo. And, uh, yeah. It's one house <clears throat> and, uh, <laughs> the investments. It seems like those, the, the, those home prices always go up. Like, I wonder if like if, to look, take a look at the, um, price per square foot of a vacation destination like Breck or Key West or Largo or any one of those spots uh, and like see like how those markets re uh, do like in the last 20 years compared to maybe an index fund the S&P mm. index fund I wonder which one if you bought a Key Largo uh, like rental property you know 22 years ago yeah how much has that gone up in value uh, that'd be, that, fun that'd be interesting um, because um, I my uh, suspicion is um, they've gone up but during a recession, uh, luxury properties like that are probably the first to take a hit. You know, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. they would never be a bargain enough for me to buy. But it's like, you know, somebody's like, "Oh, my house in Barbados was worth twenty-two million. Now it's worth eighteen and a half. Oh, that's uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, man. That's uh, that's rough. Yeah. I feel bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to be able to refi and put in the four-story waterfall we wanted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like your character whenever someone's bummed out. You always go, oh, <laughs> I can't, can't install a shark take. Oh, <laughs> this guy, I don't know. If, I, I think I want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's bummed about stuff that would, uh, yeah. If I was, I'd be excited if I was bummed about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we you know, we can't do the roller coaster with nine loops. We can only do one with six. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You have a cat, right? I do, Chloe. 
Kansas City ranks among the most pet-friendly cities in the nation. Did you know that? I'm, I didn't, but I'm not surprised. I love these studies that they just kind of... Who did this? Wallet Hub? Okay. I, I, know what, I know what's going on here. My SEO spidey senses are tingling here. They made up this thing so they get a link from this news organization. Oh, yeah. Wallet Hub says it released a new in-depth report making the 2022's most pet-friendly cities. They want to rank cities. Oh, my gosh. We should do this with our website. We need to make up some sort of ranking and we just we, we, we make rules. We'll make up the rules ourselves. We'll find data points that are publicly available mm-hmm. and we will just organize it and we'll have to factor in maybe some like, uh, you know, some subjective thing like because people expect a little bit of subjectivity, like with a point of view. Mm-hmm. And but it has to be like it has to be kind of obscure, like a pet friendly city, like right. the best city streetlights, like <laughs> ranking the best streetlights in the nation or something. What city gives you the best odds of owning a Ferrari? <laughs> what city okay uh most like i don't know like m- most consistently uh parallel like uh center line line lines that we want to <laughs> yeah who has the best painting job and all the who has the best parking spot painting lines you know mm, that's a good one that's a good one um mm. you can literally just think I, there, there is i swear to god there is a uh a, a marketing uh there there was a meeting at wallet hub and people were thinking about like we need a new listicle of some kind we need to rank the cities somehow. Who's got something? And like, well, you know, pet friendly is like something with pets is always good, I guess, yeah. because it's like people and their pets are a big. I, I saw someone on TikTok actually talk about how uh, they, their rental property and their Airbnb was not pet friendly. And and the moment she changed it to pet friendly, like her sales the next month went up like significantly oh, yeah. because people want to travel with their pet. So. But yeah, so maybe this is kind of what they, they're trying to do. But there was like, we need a new listicle or some sort of ranking system for, so we can talk about the cities themselves. Like, which city has the best, I don't know, um, <laughs> the best, uh, they should do something like from the 50s, like best uh, drive-in theaters. <laughs> yeah. Who has the best haberdashers? Yes. The best haberdashers. Um, <laughs> but that would probably even be pre-50s. We should do that. We should on our website. We should uh, think of that. Stay tuned. We're going to think of some things like that where we rank the best in the nation. And you know what? You'll be the authority on that thing, Joe. I will. Joe the realtor says, you know, the best haberdashers are in St. Louis or something along those lines. I don't know. I'm from Kansas City. I might be biased. Okay. Like, well, haberdashers and barbecue. We hey, take that very seriously. The data falls where the data falls. That's right. But if we, you know, if we maybe, Fair enough. Fair maybe enough. if the Excel spreadsheet, you know, gets a little water on it <laughs> i did whoops <clears throat> i guess that's a ding against st louis on that one yeah darn mm. oh sorry st louis <laughs> suddenly suddenly st louis is like losing residents like percent a month. we heard about our haberdasher problem <laughs> <laughs> so to combat against this haberdasher uh people fleeing the city to the haberdasher issues yeah. We have a we have an we have started a new new policy to attract better cobblers. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe like don't like our haberdashers, but now we have cobblers way better. Yeah. Like people from Chicago start fleeing to come to get the, to the cobblers. <laughs> and and me, I show up. I'm like, I heard you had good cobbler. I'm like no cobblers. Like yeah. Oh, I wanted peach cobbler. Mm, what a disappointment. Yeah. I, too bad I bought this half million dollar home. Yeah. <laughs> Sight yeah. unseen. 
You know, we have a mutual friend who's in St. Louis real estate. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. doing good. He, he seems to be. Yeah, good for him. He's doing great. <clears throat> yeah, um, selling stuff left and right. I do like that whenever we have like, real estate friends and yeah. like they post like their latest selling or listings on there. I do like those on Facebook. I click on all of them. I want to see the photos. Well, today he posted about being like on a beach in Mexico. So yeah. I think he is doing okay. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Look at you on a yeah. beach, living the good life. Yeah. If, I, if you ever see me on a beach, I probably drove to it for that day. <laughs> <laughs> or it was like a flash sale, a Groupon. Like, look, we got one more Groupon left. That's buy two, get two free. <laughs> I missed a connecting flight. That's why I'm on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. In a vacation. I want my next vacation to be, well, Tanya gives birth in October. So, mm. so I think vacations might be out for a little while but then maybe next maybe next year do a vacation yeah you can take a one-year-old on a trip you can sure yeah. or well i mean it's one of the we could also leave it with the grandparents uh mm-hmm. but how old do we want the kiddo to be um for that kind of thing that's kind of a tall order the first year of being alive yeah yeah um they don't always sleep through the night they do not they yes. do not so but we'll see we'll, we'll cross that <laughs> i like that there was a tweet that went out i saw it was really funny it went viral and it goes uh he goes well 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 if it if it isn't the bridge i'd say i'd cross whenever i get to it <laughs> <laughs> well hello bridge it's time to cross this bridge <laughs> well 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 ah <laughs> oh, that's funny oh uh, so yeah anything else joe i think that's been a good episode right there i, I think good. so we uh we talked about uh Homes under 50,000. We talked about uh, inventory. We sharper image. Sharper image. And um, do you want to do your like uh, Jerry Springer final thought thing? <laughs> can, you, can you do one? Um, what did we learn today? Well, we learned that not all homes priced at 50,000 are inhabitable. You shouldn't buy perishables. It's sharper image. And um, the spend zone is a hilarious name for a high end sporting memorabilia store. <laughs> remember take care of yourself and each other yes very good yeah. i like that did jerry did springer ever like do like pun jokes at the end of it like if we can learn to get along and put a roof over each other's head maybe we'll find ourselves building a foundation of love or something like that oh i like that yeah that's yeah. good right yeah. yeah that's great i wish i'd thought of that wow i'm yeah. kind of jealous of well, you know, I had 30 seconds to think about it while yeah. you were doing he you were was, doing that on the fly. I, yeah, was, I was struggling a bit. You had yeah, you had at least 30 seconds. Those are my favorite improv games where you just like think of pun jokes. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love those. <laughs> like grown, like, oh, but I mean, I guess that's my as I get older, the more I like pun jokes. Um, I, I like them too. They're, um yeah, there's uh, there's an art to it. It's very good. Your your son had a good one about a, a store name. Well, that's not a pun joke, or is it a pun joke? That's more of a rhyme. I, I think of it as a pun. Okay, well, I'll tell you. Well, maybe the, the the listener can tell us. Like, uh, he, he uh, my wife is like putting lotions and wanting to go buy more lotion, and he goes, "Where uh, lotions are fun?" <laughs> I think that's a pun. Is that a pun? Lotions are fun. Sort of, yeah, a play on words. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a play on words, but wouldn't it, like a a pun would be like oceans of fun, like uh, something ocean related, like. You know, um, lotion or like a what, what's a lotion? Oh, like a, a Bill, Billy Oceans of Fun. <laughs> or no, no, you can work out. You can work out lotions of fun, and you can apply whatever you want. And I'm rubbing my face when I say apply. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. That's a pun joke. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like I feel like we should go another hour talking about this because we've about we're about ready to sign off, but now we started this conversation. Mm. We got <laughs> come check out our second podcast, uh puns. <laughs> Pun jokes. Yeah. We talk about puns. Yeah. It's a it's a time waster. All right. <laughs> All right, Joe, uh, what else do we have to say? Like, share, subscribe to this podcast. Yes. Our website, ksrealtyagent.com is our website. That's the Joe the Realtor website. I've seen you've been posting our clips on YouTube as well. So. Yeah, you can find this podcast on YouTube. I like to clip them out. Uh, we'll see what I clip out. I might, I might want to clip out that sharper image discussion so I can get some sharper image uh, people who are searching for that and then... They can find us. Is it, are they still in business? I don't know. I think they're only like online and mail order. Cause I don't, I don't think that stores at the Plaza anymore. We should talk about circuit city next week. Circuit city and blockbuster. Yeah. We should talk about all those, our favorite stores to go shopping at. All right, Boys. Joe. Good to see you as always. Good Have to see you too, Brian. And thank you for listening.